Hey, y'all, we're back. Ah, let's talk about the Smith & Wesson M76. Now, the Smith & Wesson M76 submachine gun, or SMG, was produced by Smith & Wesson from uh, 1967 to 1974. The history of the Model 76 submachine gun started back in April of 1966 with a call from Smith & Wesson's Washington, D.C. sales rep and he'd just been in contact with the U.S. Navy Department to see if the Smith & Wesson would be uh, interested in designing and producing a 9mm submachine gun. The U.S. Navy had a need for a submachine gun for their uh, SEAL Special Operations teams in Vietnam. The SEAL's weapons of choice was the Swedish Carl Gustav M45. Now that's a well-made and reliable submachine gun. Now, because Sweden was a neutral country, a problem arose that they objected to their product being used in a war zone. Therefore, the supply of Carl Gustav M45s to the U.S. Navy got cut off, which meant they had to find another submachine gun to take its place. Although they, uh, they're similar, the M76 was designed from scratch and from a list of requirements which the U.S. Navy SEALs uh, provided. Now, they were, and they had an urgent need. They had to be reliable, rugged. Selective fire had to be safe, semi, and full auto. Be cost-effective. Ease of maintenance, uh, disassembly, cleaning, and reassembly. Magazine capacity of 36 rounds. And a cyclic rate between 600 and 800 rounds per minute were preferred. Now, it was from this list that the M76 got created. According to the Director of Research and Development and head of the Model 76 project at the time, a guy named Dwayne W. Charon, uh, was quoted as saying he had never held or fired a Swedish K before starting, to, uh, starting design work on the M6, M76. Now, the M76 fires 9mm rounds. The Carl Gustav M45 had an open bolt design and also fired 9mm. Now, the SEALs also requested a limited number of suppressors for the M76. These suppressors were used under certain situations to reduce the gun's sound and hide the flash so there would be no point of reference for return fire. Now, being an open bolt system, some sound would always be emitted, but the muzzle flash could be eliminated. Now, due to an ongoing war and critical need to fill, Smith & Wesson designated the uh, M76 as a top priority project. Now, the total time to take the concept of the M76 from the drawing board to production was just nine months. Many people uh, comment that the gun was ugly and rough. Well, due to the urgency at the time, the M76 skipped the finishing department, and that's where welds and rough edges were normally smoothed out. Now, due to a lack of market demand, Smith & Wesson ceased production on the M76 in 1974. Now, there were some variants of the uh, M76, and the first one I come across was the M760-760. In 1983, Mark Ruplinger and Ke uh, Kenneth Dominic started a company called MK Arms and acquired the rights to the Smith & Wesson M76. They began producing copies of their, with the designation MK Arms, MK 760. 
and the U.S. Na- uh, and the U.S. Navy, which still had some original M76s in its inventory, began purchasing replacement parts from MK Arms. MK Arms also produced a carbine and pistol configurations of the M760. In 1986, due to the Firearms Owners Protection Act, which banned any newly manufactured automatic weapons from being registered for civilian ownership, MK Arms went out of business. Now, there was a company produced the M76A1. Now, in uh, 1984, Dominic separated from Rublinger and began producing his own copy of the M76 under the trade name Global Arms with the designation of M76A1. Then along come Omega 760. It was a carbine. Now, during 2001, the Tactical Weapons Company of Arizona was engaged in manufacturing the the parts and receivers for a weapon that could be marketed as the Omega 760 carbine. That was a semi-automatic-only copy of the Smith & Wesson Model 76. Initial sales of the Omega 760 were a risk but quickly dropped off. The disappointing sales of the Omega ultimately drove the decision to cease production and the decision left a number of parts that were never assembled into guns. Now we have the new SW 76 submachine gun. The newest submachine gun on the market is a product of Ohio Class II manufacturer and no stranger to the Class III world, a fellow named Jim Burgess. Now, Jim was once a uh, retail dealer for uh, John Stemple's original line of submachine guns and also manufactured suppressors for him. Jim's new creation has been designated the SW-76, and that's with the and sign in the middle. So the SW-76 guns are manufactured from virgin tubes that were originally registered by John Stemple in 1986. Jim has enough parts and receiver tubes to assemble 100 guns. Now, Jim said that he personally test fires each gun that he builds to ensure proper functioning before shipping it off to the customer. All the parts of the SW-76 will interchange with the original Smith & Wesson M76, except for the bolt. The bolt is not interchangeable due to the reorientation of the extractor and the stemple receiver tubes have an inside diameter that is slightly larger than the original SW, S&W M76. So that makes it requires uh, requiring two sleeves that act as bearing surfaces to be placed on the bolt to take up the extra space inside the receiver. Now, the big question is, where in the world would you find parts sets for the Smith & Wesson Model 76? Well, original spare parts for the gun just don't exist. The answer is from semi-automatic copies of the Model 76. Now, during 2001, the Tactical Weapons Company of Arizona was engaged to manufacture the parts and receivers for a weapon that could be marketed as the Omega 760 carbine a semi-automatic-only copy of the Smith & Wesson Model 76. Initial sales of the Omega 760 were brisk but quickly dropped off like we mentioned previously, and the disappointing sales of the Omega drove the decision to cease production, and the decision left a number of parts that were never assembled into guns. So, Jim was able to purchase all this stuff, 
and surplus Omega 760 kits and convinced Special Weapons to produce the full auto bolts and uh, the other parts that he needed. Now, the company agreed, and the 9mm uh, SWM76 was born. Special Weapons still have a limited number of new Omega 760 semi-automatic carbines as well as parts sets available for purchase. One of the weakest areas of the original Smith & Wesson Model 76 design was its extractor. Now, that will be, they will often fail after several thousand rounds, but one substantial improvement was that the implement, they implemented into the design of the Smith SW76 was the relocation of the extractor from the original 12 o'clock position to the 2 o'clock position on the bolt. Now, relocating the extractor subsequently reduced lateral stress on the extractor, effectively extending its service life. Now, the extractor was also beefed up for additional durability. And the trigger, mag uh, trigger, magazine, catch, and sear are easily serviced on the SW76, uh, pivoting on the movable pins that are secured with Eclipse. Now, while the sear on the original M76 was easily removable, the trigger and magazine catch uh, are semi-permanently riveted in, into place. Now, the seven, SW76 uses the same magazines as the original Model 76, and like the original, the plentiful Sumami magazines will fit and function in the gun with some minor fixing. Uh, the new SW76 comes with instructions for altering their magazines. Jim also designed a suppressor specifically for the new SW76. The powder-coated suppressor uses a standard 9mm ammunition and is designed to reduce its velocity to subsonic speeds. The suppressor will also fit the uh, and function on the Smith & Wesson M76, the MK Arms MK70, and the Southern Tool M76A1 guns. Uh, he was able to get a uh, first-hand look and, and an opportunity to test fire the uh, uh, SW76 at a recent shootout in Ohio. Uh, the seven, uh, SW76 is indeed a dead ringer for the original M76. Now, Jim brought along seven of his SW76 submachine guns to shoot at all worked, and it all worked perfectly. He uh, brought along his new suppressor. It, too, was quite impressive and quiet, even when firing standard supersonic uh, 9mm. As mentioned earlier, the availability of guns is limited to 100 pieces, and this is probably one of the last opportunities for buyers to purchase a brand new one and newly manufactured machine gun. Now, Jim has a CD available and has a close-up view of the SW-76 submachine gun, plus five demonstrations on uh, both with with and without Jim's new suppressor. The CD even includes a complete assembly and disassembly procedures. It costs about 10 bucks and it's free to the dealers that want to send in a copy of their SOT. Now, uh, dealer prices for the SW76 and uh, suppressors are available upon request. And if you want to get in touch with Jim, get in touch with uh, all lowercase, uh, J Burgess, that's J-B-U-R-G-E-S at insight.rr.com. So maybe if you want a submachine gun, you want to go through all the bullshit of owning one, 
it's all up to you. But I think it's uh, pretty interesting how that gun came about. So until next time, y'all take care. But if you got any bitches, gripes, and complaints in the meantime, feel free to shoot me an email at gunsmoke at yahoo.com. That's G-U-N-S-M smoke at yahoo.com. All lower cases, please. So once again, until the next time, y'all take care.